Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakoven and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. Welcome in to day two. March Mayhem here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. We are live once again from Buffalo Wings and Rings at 68th and 0. We'll be here. We've been out here since 10 a.m. We're going to be here until 6 p.m. They've got games going all day. They've got uh, March Madness going on all day here at Buffalo Wings and Rings. Get out here. They've got green beer because, hey, it's St. Patrick's Day. Wear your green. Get out here. Have some fun. It's uh, snowing a little bit outside, but it shouldn't impair you too much to get down here. Uh, this is the Ticket Water Cooler. Bach is on his way over from the station, so I'm joined by my other co-host. Yeah, exactly. Nick Sainer. Hello, Rico. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, we've had a great group of games yesterday and last night, and it's already starting off with a couple good ones. Michigan State was out front early, but then now USC came storming back. That one's close at half. Kennesaw just took their first lead on Xavier a moment ago. I think that one's tied at 25 now. And we had some crazy, crazy upsets last night. Oh, last night was such a blast. I mean, the, the I would you call it the biggest one? Like, Arizona's was big. Arizona's but was to big. me, Virginia's was massive just because of the way that it happened. The way yeah. the way that uh, Furman was able to pull out the victory over Virginia to me makes it uh, bigger than Arizona's. But Arizona was a two seed. Arizona, Arizona yeah, was was true. a lot of people's people's picks to win the national championship, which ruined oh so many brackets. Well, and and luckily enough, so I missed three games yesterday. I missed the common ones between Arizona and Princeton. I missed the Furman Virginia game, and then the other one I had was Utah State beating Missouri. Well, the good news is I had, well, somewhat good news, I suppose. Yeah. I had Arizona Arizona losing in the next round, in the round of 32. Really? To Utah State. That's a, so that's, that's that was the, a bold prediction, it but was, I guess it worked out. It was, but so the, the Arizona loss doesn't kill me. It obviously, obviously sets me back yep. since now Utah State fell to uh, Dennis Gates, and, and give Dennis Gates credit for in his first year with Missouri, taking him to a round of 32. Um, appearance and, and, and they'll have the a, same Missouri team that started yeah. off the season. I want to say what twelve and zero. Yeah. They were they were red hot to start the season. People were picking them as as one of the favorites in the SEC. They cooled off a bit, but still a, a really good Missouri Tigers team uh, gets the victory over Utah State, which I also had Utah State winning. I don't know. I That's feel like that was a pretty popular upset pick, um, but I had them losing in the next round to Arizona and Arizona in the Sweet Sixteen, mm-hmm. losing to Baylor. So again, that doesn't affect me too much. And if you're wondering, hey, I wonder how uh, the ninety three seven ticket bracket challenge is going. Yeah. Well. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people currently tied for first place in our bracket challenge yeah. with 140 points, However, which means they only got two games wrong yesterday. However, there is one person with Arizona yep. and one person with Texas A&M, and uh, both those teams, if you did not know, lost yesterday. Arizona, obviously, to Princeton, and then uh, Texas A&M. Give Penn State a lot of credit. Jalen Pickett, ball player. Look at Penn State. I 
I almost picked Penn State, but I was a little hesitant yeah. just because, you know, I was like, ah, Texas A&M, they made it to the SEC championship, forgetting Penn State made it to the Big Ten championship. Micah Shrewsbury, really, really good basketball coach. I'm going to hand it over to Bach here. You guys can do your show. All right, we can talk about this. We can talk about this more when Bach gets on here because I'm sure he watched – damn near every game yesterday because Bach is a basketball fan. Even if he's more of an NBA fan than a, than a college basketball fan, he's more of a college football fan really, in, in, if we're talking any sports. But I'm sure you watched a bunch of those games yesterday. Bach, how you doing? Welcome back. Welcome over from the state from the uh, studio. Yeah, thank you. I try to get in the uh, picture yeah, here. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, NBA is my favorite form of basketball, but I, even, even with that, uh, the best days of basketball are right now, Thursday and Friday. So glad to be out here. Uh, Buffalo wings and rings that always makes it extra special because I'm looking forward to some ring, wing, rings that I'm getting Are you going to well. get some onion rings? Uh, I meant wings. I'm You're getting get wings. wings. Yeah, I'm just going to get hey, some Bob. wings here. Here's Bob. Uh, oh, he's leaving. Right. Oh, we'll never see you again, Bob. Have a good, no! have a good one, Bob. <laughs> All right, oh, he's All coming, right. In he's coming back game. for the spring game. That's going to yeah. be a big day. It's going to be a big day. Yes. So yesterday we're talking we're talking big days, right? So the spring game uh, yesterday, Hayes Fawcett, who is the 22 year old. Who, who makes all the edits for all the recruits, right? Mm-hmm. He does all those commitment. He did a couple decommitment edits, which are just hilarious. <laughs> um, he was the one that sent out that, that uh, you know, announcement from Dylan Riola, and it was just announcing all the schools that he had scholarships from. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, he's that guy that everybody, he knows, he knows where all of these kids are going, but he keeps such a tight lid on it that, they, that everybody trusts him to make these edits for him. So yesterday he put out an edit of, uh, the visits that Dylan Riola is going to take over the next uh, couple of months, right? Yeah. He's visiting Nebraska three times. Yes. Everywhere else, one time. I'm not saying that that means anything, but it's a little, not suspicious, it's a, it's a little interesting uh, if you're a Nebraska fan who, who truly believes that the Huskers are going to get nabbed Dylan Riola. It's certainly better to see that than the other way around. If you, if you saw Nebraska on there once and three USC visits, uh, you'd be pretty <laughs> nervous about it. And we can get to talk. We have, we're still going to have Brian Munson of Husker Online and on three join us here in about 10 minutes. So, we'll, uh, as usual, we'll be included with a Dylan Riola uh, question in there. But I can't wait for spring ball. I know we do this thing. Sometimes you build up for the spring game, and, uh, and then by the third quarter, you're just kind of disinterested in leave or whatever. You're like, but, oh, cool. <laughs> I learned nothing. Yeah, but I, I think there's been plenty of great spring game memories. And, of course, this year, and, and again, I'm going to ask Brian about this because it's just the most fascinating thing to me. It's, it, I mean, this is an NFL training camp style. I mean, there's going to be guys that aren't going to be on the roster by the time uh, we kick off the ball mm-hmm. against Minnesota. So, uh, you know, whatever way you want to put it, you can't call it cuts, but I don't know what, you know, that, that's just to be nice. It, we would rather you not be here by the time the <laughs> yeah. season begins. So it's getting, you know, it's one of those just uh, twiddle your thumbs while they come into the office and say, yeah, uh, wh- what would be your ideal other type of schools yeah. that would get you in that situation? I mean, it's, it's, it sucks, right? It, it sucks that some of these some of these guys, I don't know about kids, some of these guys yeah. aren't going to be members of the Nebraska football program uh, before fall camp starts after spring ball. Uh, some of these guys are going to have to try and find new homes, which that that's really one of the worst parts is they're going to have to try and find places where, a, they're going to continue their education, and B, they're going to continue their football playing careers. That's that that really sucks because it's a, it's a small amount of time that you're going to have to uh, maybe get visits in if you're including football, or maybe you're just done with football. Maybe you'll stay at the University of Nebraska and continue your education. But either way, both of those situations are going to suck for whoever ends up not being on Nebraska's football team. Um, and that's you know on that side of things. But in terms of putting it. T-
together. It's it's fantastic to have this many players because you have you know your pick of the litter of the 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 um, guys that you have in your locker room on your roster to choose from. You really can choose the best person at whatever position that you currently have because you're going to be going through so many different people. Well, yeah, and, and you know, with the transfer portal in on NIL, all that stuff, I mean, the, the game's kind of changing from year to year. Uh, haven't seen anything like this, but maybe it won't be the last time we do it. It certainly, um, you know, it, it helps jumpstart the, the turnover. If you're if you're a Nebraska fan, um, you know, it, it again, it may, might not be the nicest thing for a new coach to come in and do, but it is going to help jumpstart that turnover. So you don't have, let's give wait till he gets his guys in. <laughs> he's picking the guys that you left over, and he's bringing in about 40 of his guys mm-hmm. anyway so uh it, it's it's going to be a quick turnover for nebraska as far as what matt rule wants to have it i'm 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 just as interested in in that you know in totality discussion because you ask where what, where, what kind of program did scott frost and, and ultimately mickey joseph leave um once they hand the, the the reins over it wasn't a program that got defeated and blown out and, and you know it wasn't far away from all the other Big Ten West teams that we played we saw that in the games last year if they do all this switching around and then and then some of those games like the Minnesota game and the Purdue game yep. or whatever those games aren't as close um, that will be interesting so I mean I know Matt Rule can't do any wrong right now because it's the <laughs> offseason and he's sitting down with Tom Osborne and Trev Alberts but as soon as one loss uh, pops up there, the, the discussion will change, and and then maybe not all these offseason moves will be as, as applauded. But yeah. we'll wait and see. I mean, it is it is without a doubt one of the most exciting spring uh, sessions that we'll have for Nebraska football well, in the near future. National champions once again. That's usually what happens, right? But uh, <coughs> uh, oh goodness gracious, I just lost my train of thought. I knew exactly where I wanted to go with it, and I, and I completely just botched it. Green beer. No, not green beer. <laughs> not it green was something with uh, football. Oh, well, oh. I'll come back to it at some point. But we are here for March Mayhem. March Madness, as it is called, that we can't call it. So March Mayhem here at Buffalo Wings Ring, 68th and Oak. Come join us. Uh, the doors are open. We're, we're full. Well, not full. There's still a couple tables open. So come down yeah. here. Get yourself some wings. Get yourself some green beer because it's St. Patrick's Day. And you can get a, you get a, a ticket as soon as you walk in that you will be eligible to win prizes from 93.7 The Ticket. Again, green beer is available today and draft beers of Bud Light and Bushlight door prizes at the top of every hour from noon to five no purchase necessary like i said you get a ticket prizes like beer tubes beer buckets appetizers wings and rings 25 dollar gift card craft axe throwing 25 dollar gift card a ticket prize pack st patrick's day shirt salt dogs tickets and beatrice bakery cakes which are delicious so get down here um get a ticket get some wings get some rings get some beer Get a sandwich if you want. The burgers are delicious here as well. Get whatever you want while you get down here and watch some basketball and listen to us talk about, you know, sports and, and possibly some basketball because, again, some upsets yesterday. Bach, what was the, the most surprising or the biggest upset to you? Not just, you know, the biggest upset overall, but the biggest upset to you yesterday. Well, unfortunately, and I've filled out two brackets this year, and uh, UCLA was my pick in one. Go Bruins, future Big Ten. Arizona <laughs> was my pick in the other, so I have to say that one surprised me a little bit more uh, than the Furman-Virginia game, but you're right, because I heard you coming in when I was coming in saying for some reason that one, not for some reason, but that one sticks a little bit out a little bit more to you, just because of the way it happened uh you know dramatic three-point shot you know an an error at the end of the game Mm -hmm. um from virginia that's going to be something that kind of sticks in that fan base's minds for a long time um you know so that game i think that that one gets put on the highlight reel of big time shots in 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 march 
Um, I don't know if, if Princeton and, and, and Arizona will. It was it was a close game, and um, but just kind of anticlimactic, I suppose, within the last few possessions, uh, which makes the difference. Yeah. Um, I'm I, you know I'm always a conference guy, so kind of what one thing that stood out to me is uh, the more tournaments that Fran McCaffrey and Brad Underwood make, the more they lose <laughs> <laughs> before making it to the Sweet 16. It made me kind of question if you're because I can run this down now. Fran McCaffrey's okay. had uh, 12 NCAA tournament appearances, zero okay. Sweet 16. 16s. Ooh. Uh, 13 years at Iowa now with four NCAA victories. Now, to a Nebraska fan, four NCAA victories, that sounds amazing. Hey. Build a statue Let's do uh, it. for somebody outside uh, Pinnacle Bank Arena for that. But the, you wonder if, you know, we talk about him leaving for another job. If Iowa fans are kind of getting frustrated with this March uh, shortcomings uh, mm-hmm. sort of situation. Connor McCaffrey, very emotional yesterday. I mean, that was that was that, it, that's what you wanted in NCAA tournament game too, um, just because of the coach's son playing his last game there for his dad. Uh, Brad Underwood, on the other on the other hand, six years, three tournaments, and two victories at Illinois. Maybe a little bit more frustrating for the Illinois fan base because uh, they've had Kofi Coburn and Ayu Desumo and some maybe just more higher expectations. Though the Keegan Murray team last year's Iowa, that's a, that was a that big miss. Yeah. mishap from yeah. them. That should have been uh, a tournament team that went uh, deep into the tournament. Either way, zero sweet 16s for Brad Underwood in seven total tournaments throughout his career. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I, they always say my, my, my go-to is again, and I'm, I'm adding Mark Few to this, uh, is, is Mark Few um, and Tom Izzo, bet on them in March. Uh, another one is going to be now bet against Fran McCaffrey and bet against Brad Underwood in March because they just don't seem to get enough wins done. But those were the two losses in the Big Ten. Big Ten overall went 3-2 and two, uh, with impressive victories from Northwestern and Penn State as well as Maryland edging out West Virginia. So we'll see what they do today. Of course, Michigan State in action right now with USC. Mm-hmm. Future Big Ten opponent. I have to find this, this tweet. I think it was from Schaefer. It probably wasn't. It was something about yeah, definitely it wasn't from him. It was something about the the Mark shout Few. Out Mike it was uh, <laughs> yeah, shout out to Mark Schaefer. Mark Few um, versus um, Virginia. Um, what's Virginia's coach's name? Why can I not remember his name right now? Oh, Virginia's coach. Yeah, you're right now. Yeah, but, okay, too. but okay, very so, well known coach. Yeah, I, Gonzaga's coach and Virginia's coach over the last couple of seasons. Gonzaga has you know championship appearance uh multiple sweet 16s like all this stuff a lot of victories you know i think they have like six victories or something like that uh, it's probably that too many but a lot of victories over the course of however many years um and then virginia over the last few years has like two or three first round exits a national championship and like a sweet 16 and it was like <laughs> who would you rather who's whose team or who would you rather be a fan of yeah and it's like wow i want to be a fan of the national championship team but also you lost twice in the first round once you became the first one seed to lose Oof. and the second you were a four seed and you lost so would you want that or would you want Gonzaga who continuously wins every tournament they get into but can't seem to break that national championship bubble god it just it it, it really does just strike you as a Nebraska basketball fan <laughs> like you, you know either one of those just like I would jump for joy either one You're of like, those like yes Brad Dear God, Under- yes. <laughs> trying to make fun of um, Coach Fran McCaffrey and, and Brad Underwood, and like I said, would probably build a statue out front of the side of Pinnacle Bank Arena for either of those tenures. It's just crazy that there are teams. I mean, Kansas has, uh, I don't know what their what their record is, something like 116, uh, you know, hasn't lost in the first day in like 16 straight years or something like that. Yeah. It's just crazy, the expectation at a school like that um, compared to Nebraska um, where, you know, it, it's, I mean, we were all pretty, felt pretty good about a 16 and 16 season this year. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would have been really, really, really nice. But um, uh-huh. I'm trying to, I really want to read this because it was a really good 
Uh, okay, here we go. Tony Bennett's his name. It was way. actually, shout out to Tony Bennett. It was actually from my good friend, Caleb Henry. Uh, since 2017-18, Virginia has a national title and three first-round exits for six total wins. Gonzaga has a runner-up, Elite Eight, a pair of Sweet 16s, and whatever happens this year for 12-plus wins. Mm. Who's, what team would you rather be a fan of? Oh, boy. I think you've got to go I chose with Virginia because you've got you the do. national championship. Yeah. The 16-1 thing, yeah, I mean, that's that, six, six wins that's pretty in the rough. NCAA tournament since 2017-18 season. Yeah. Where Gonzaga has 12-plus wins <laughs> since 2017-18, but no national title. No first-round exits, yeah. no national championship. Well, and the other thing, too, is if you're a Gonzaga fan, you haven't won a championship before. So, I mean, exactly. if you just throw one championship out there, I think you'd give it up. I think you would take that one yeah. year. Yeah, it's one, and then you get eliminated in the first round the next two years. You're like, yeah, but two years ago, we yes. won the title. So, I don't really care about that. Well, and then especially, you know, defending the 16-1 loss um, because, that I mean, it, it's really, I mean, that's, I mean, many, including myself, thought I'd never see that. Um, so, I mean, that, that really was historic. But to get a championship the next year um, kind of made it up. It was pretty it. nice. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So, obviously, you know, they, they, they lost in the first round and then won the national championship this year. They lose in the first round. So, next year they either make the final four. Uh, or win the national championships. That's right. kind of kind of bet on Virginia next year. That's <laughs> that's my scientific take to that. Um, but that's going to do it for the first segment. We got to get to Brian Munson. We do, we do. So we're done here with the first segment here on the Ticket Water Cooler. Up next, we've got Brian Munson of On Three Husker Online. We'll ask him a couple couple football questions, maybe a little bit of the uh, Dylan Raiola visit visit list, and maybe uh, ask him a question about uh, uh, Daniel Kalen, who is committed oh, yeah. to Missouri but is visiting USC this weekend. Mm. What's that about? Up next on the Ticket Water Cooler.